You're listening to Pretend Parisians. Hello. Hello. Welcome back. I'm Selena. I'm Emma. And we're so glad to have you here. Today. <laughs> I didn't want to just get that out of the way. To, oh, yeah. Today, our episode is part two of what has shocked us most in Paris. Mm-hmm. So if you go back and have a look, we did a part one, and we are ready to give you more. Yes. Yes. We, there, yeah. <laughs> yep, let's go. No no small talk, no. Um, we can do small talk. Oh, I did have a fact, but I don't know how to like pose this to you in a question, but I have a fun fact. Okay. Um, which city would you say has more elevators? Elevators? Yeah, elevators. Wait, what elevators? Lifts. Lifts. Yeah, yeah. elevators, lifts. Um, Paris or New York? Well, I would say New York, because I'm pretty sure New York is bigger than Paris. Yeah, well, apparently... And the skyscrapers. Apparently, Paris has more lifts than New York, which I think is crazy, don't you think? Yeah, because I feel like they're lacking that so yeah, much. Yeah, I know. They walk up six flights of stairs. And, like, New York is so much bigger. And what? And all high-rise buildings. Where did you get your facts it, from? No, this is, this is a real fact from Joseph, because he had to research some company that was about elevators. And really? so he, it was an actual statistic. Wow. Um, but I wish I had some numbers, because that was pretty... Sad, anticlimactic well, fact, but I think that's no, but pretty that's, well. That's, that's really cool. And for those of you who don't know Joseph, Joseph is a genius, so we're going to trust <laughs> his word. <laughs> anyway, um, all right, so let's get into it. Yeah. Oh, I wanted to say first, though, it's summer. <laughs> like, it's really warm. Yeah, it's so warm. It's nice. It's actually, yeah, we're sitting in Emma's apartment right now, and I've never felt this warmth in here before. Like, we need, we, she just had the fan on before. Yeah. It's, it's feeling it's good. Been hot. It's It's suddenly shifted to summertime in Paris, and it's amazing. This is yeah. the best time of the year, and we've waited a long time for this. We have. It's like we've complained a lot about the cold on this. Yes. So now we're going to celebrate the sun. Yeah. And if you're in Paris, yeah, live it up. Anyway, all right, let's go. Yeah. All right, so let's start with... <clears throat> let's start with how cheap medication is here. Yes. Well, today we, we just went to the pharmacy and I had to go buy something that was prescribed to me. And I do have a carte vitale, which mm-hmm. does give me some freedom because I do pay, like the government pays for it. Which most people should get if you have a visa here. Yes. If you're no parents. Or eventually get. Yeah. Um, but even like back at home, even with Medicare, you don't get your medication for free or even yeah. like... It's insane. You don't really get it that cheap, cheap anyway. Is. My husband was telling me about it. It's like a long history of why it's so cheap and apparently... Anyway, well, I'm not going to get into it. Um, um, but yes, it, medication here is significantly cheaper. Yeah. Two euro something for Doliprane, which is Panadol, the other yeah. day. But, and that's because I didn't have my carte vitale. So, like, I would normally even get a reduction off that. Yeah, you'd probably get it free almost. Um, Pretty much. So, yeah, it's very cheap here in France, which is great. And would be a massive change if you're coming from somewhere like the States. Totally. Well. Yeah. Um, just healthcare in general. Yeah, so that's that's been a big shock and a, a great one. Um, also, on the, on that note of how cheap things are, we're mm-hmm. talking about education is or public education. Yeah, public universities here so cheap. Yeah, like a couple hundred euros a year. Yeah. Um, unless you're going to a, like a private school. Mm. Um, Which I mean, honestly, even for international students, it should be like that though, considering how you can't really get a job without. It one, should be like, like that. a degree everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah, we just. But especially here with like. Yeah. And that which would be another big shock if you're coming from the US or Australia or probably other places as well. Yeah, a lot sure. of Europe though have pretty good education yeah. systems. Yeah. But um yeah, okay. Bureaucracy here is uh 
An terrible. absolute nightmare. Yeah, it is. And, like, obviously this shocked us the first time we came over, but I feel like yeah. it has shocked me all over again because yeah, I forgot. Yeah, you, you never get used to it, do you? Yeah. Yeah. I think we, well, we both did a lot of life admin today and it's just a lot. Yeah. And it's overwhelming and it's stressful and... And they don't make it easy. They do not. It is. And then when you go in for an appointment with anything, they're so difficult. They or are. Like, whether it's for the bank, whether it's for, like, your phone or visas. Visa. Yeah. They are just, like, not helpful. You need to, like, go in and know exactly what you want to say and have all your documents and, like, force them because otherwise they're just going to be like, yeah, they just, they give you nothing. Yeah. Um, like, with bureaucracy. Um, how hard it is to get accounts open, like, phone, bank, gym, and then closing them is insane. And I think, like, so many people had stories with COVID because we all had to go home and we couldn't close anything beforehand. Like, it took me a year to shut down my SFR, like, my telephone SIM card, so they were charging me for a whole year. And same with my gym. I don't. I never did anything about my gym. I don't know. It's still open to this day. But I had to send a handwritten letter to Lyon in order to end my like from Australia, despite the fact that it was COVID, despite the fact that I contacted them online and I tried to call them and everything. I had to send a handwritten letter to close my. There is phone. No explanation. Thing. Isn't that crazy? Who makes that's, these rules? That's crazy, isn't it? That's yeah. Super like. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. It's like I, yeah. It's like you're playing a board game and there's. So many rules people have just made up for fun. Yes. It's they wild. Love it. yeah, 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 we don't. <laughs> and on that note, we were also talking about how hospitality usually is awful here. Mm-hmm. However, we have noticed, because we were here before COVID, we have noticed a change in the service. Yeah. A lot more people speak English or are willing to speak English or want to even. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's the noticeable difference, I guess. Yeah, I really feel like Still I've noticed... Slow. I don't know if I've just been to more places this time, but I've definitely noticed some friendlier service in cafes and restaurants. Mm. Um, because obviously we come from Melbourne and the hospitality there is amazing. Customers always right, which is just not the way it is. Yeah, here. it's not that here. But I do think, yeah, since COVID, there's been a shift. Yes, you're right. Um, which is, yeah, it's super friendly. cool. But still, like, oh, I have a story. The other day I was at a, I think I told you this, I was at a restaurant and we got bread, yeah, because you always get free bread with meals, which me. is news. Yeah. Like it's that's not the same in Oz. That's really cool. Uh, yeah, yeah. But also, you always get a, like if you get a drink, you always get little nuts or like a little snack with it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's just another <laughs> thing. Um, we love food. Yeah. Um. But they brought the bread over, and then we asked for more bread. So the waitress, there was one piece of bread left in the basket, and she picked it up with her hand and put it on the table, and then took the basket away, filled it up, and came back. And I was just shocked. Like. First of all, she touched the bread with her hands and then she put, put it, on it on the, the table. table. <laughs> like, what? I feel like if I... And I, she just didn't obviously she didn't care. She thought it was, like, normal. Yeah. Like, if I had... I feel like that's something maybe you do by, like, accident. And yeah, and then you go chuck it in the bin. Yeah, yeah. And then you'd be, like, so sorry. Like, yeah. yeah in Oz, at least. I don't know. <gasps> you'd be fired. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, that's a perfect that example ridiculous. of yeah. service. Yeah. Just things like that. Little things. Yeah. Every time I go to a restaurant, there'll always be something like... Questionable. Why are they doing yeah. That? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But maybe we're like customer service snobs. I don't know. But that's the way it should be. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, next. Um. Oh well. Most recently, also because there's so many tourists at the moment because mm-hmm. it's summer, there are so many tourists who wear berets. Yeah, it's a thing. French people do not. <laughs> that's a stereotype that isn't real. Yeah. But, but so many people come here and wear berets. Yeah. Why is that? I don't know. I just want to fit in, but. They're trying to be protected. I did reasons, notice but... it 
with more tourists in winter when it was a bit colder because now it's like too hot to wear a beret. Like, but yeah, I saw so many people around. Oh really? Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> but there's so many people around the Eiffel Tower getting photos in a beret. Right, yeah. Or just yeah, I wearing mean, it as an actual fashion statement. It's <laughs> yeah. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> sorry to those who love berets. Yeah, it's my auntie does actually. Shocking. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, but she wears that regardless. <laughs> Not Paris. Um. Yeah, it's funny. Um. <laughs> What about um, alcohol in public? Yeah. I think shocked me a lot when I came here because you cannot drink or even carry open alcohol in public in Oz, mm. Australia. Australia. Um, but here it's so normal and so allowed. It's legal, right? Like to be, yeah, it is I mean, legal. Like, people just sit along the sand with a bottle like, of wine. Yeah. The other day, like, yeah, you can go on the metro. It's yeah. weird. Yeah. How ch- at least, I don't know if you're allowed to on the metro, but they're at least incredibly chill about it here. Yeah. Whereas, yeah. You don't need to hide it. Uh, yeah. I mean... <laughs> Really, they sell alcohol in a grocery store. Anyone can True, buy it. True, yeah, that so is really, another thing. Yeah, There's, it's yeah. really normalized here, mm-hmm. alcohol, which I guess is good and bad. Yes. Well, it's, it's cool that you can go to have a picnic and just have wine. Yes. Um, and it's cool that they, they they kind of make it normal and they don't put this big stigma around. Uh, yeah. Um, so there's that. Also... So lots of people walk around with alcohol. However, not many people walk around with takeaway coffees, which is a huge culture where we're from in Melbourne. Mm -hmm. But here, you don't see people getting takeaways and walking around and having a social time. Yeah, it's definitely going on active walks in your active wear with your coffees is not a thing here. Mm -hmm. I rarely see people, yeah, walk out of a cafe with a takeaway coffee. Honestly, yeah, neither. Because also, it's a thing that you don't eat. On the run here. Yeah. You never eat in the metro or drink in the metro. It's not a thing. I think, yeah, public... Like, they just don't want to... Yeah, first of all, make it too public, but also they need to sit down and enjoy whatever mm. they're tasting. I think that's a big thing here. Yeah. Takeaway coffees are really not very common at all. Yeah. I really kind of miss that, actually. Yeah. I We always say that. Like, sometimes we would get one and go for a walk with it and mm. think, like, oh, it feels like home. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, on that, people don't really wear active wear here. Yeah. Like, you're either going to the gym and you're active work. And even when I wear active work, going to the gym, I feel weird. Yeah. Um, or you're going for a run. But if you're not actually exercising, you don't wear active wear. Well, yeah. And like, we, it's frowned upon. It really is. Yeah. Like, we have run club and we have to get to our location mm-hmm. in our active wear. So you might be on the metro, you might be walking for a while. And you just feel so unsafe because you just, like, you're not in a safe place because people are just judging you all the time. Yeah. You just see the looks and the stand. It's yeah. very weird. It is odd. Um, especially like in Melbourne, it's fashionable to wear yeah. nice like Lululemon yeah. and just rock around in it all weekend, drink takeaway coffee. Yeah. Like even if you're not exercising. Yeah. yeah. It's weird. But it's also just comfortable. Yeah. And yeah. like, I yeah, you're comfortable that, yeah. in your own body and yeah, yeah whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, well, also if we were in our active wear a lot, can you imagine how much more obvious attention you'd get from men? here yeah 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 yeah. that's another thing i mean already i noticed that when i'm walking to luxembourg to go for a run right you're just like gawked at yeah and it's like yeah yeah it's a lot the the um how can we put it well i think men here are very forward yes with like i mean maybe everywhere but particularly yeah i don't know if it's france or just paris but men love to stare or come up to you just they don't hide. Forward. They don't yeah. hide their thoughts. Really, it's, yeah. It can be. I don't like it. Yeah. Yes. Especially. Um, yeah. Especially when you take it, it makes you feel so uncomfortable as well. And it's, yeah. Please, or sometimes they just yeah. want to like 
go on my run in my shorts and crop top and just exercise and not ha- I don't know not well, feel wear weird. a cute dress yeah. and not have somebody mm, comment in that shorts, way denim shorts and yeah. not be like sexualized bizarre. yeah yes totally yes they are very forward but if you uh would like to pick up a man off the street and he's handsome <laughs> well then that's great that works for you yeah it's sorted um <laughs> and another one is how much sugar mm-hmm. they eat here oh my god it's disgusting and it, we think we think it must come from like guti which is what every kid has after school which is snack yeah. but it's always something sweet like yeah. without fail but not just a little sweet <laughs> it's, like, it's like a packet of biscuits yes like an entire packet yeah like we're not doing, we're not cookies. exaggerating like, like you look around also it's not just like, like our kids you look around at all the parents as well feeding their children boxes of yes. cookies but seriously, like, my little girl will come and she'll have, like, two medallions, like, a cookie, and then she'll get home and have, like, a kinder surprise. Like, it never ends. And yeah. I'm looking at her like, oh, my God, I would be feeling so sick right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, Or, like, how can you, this little seven-year-old, be eating so much sugar? It's wild. I saw a kid the other day eating a mandarin after school. I was like, wow, incredible. Yeah, okay, that is sad. an absolute rarity. It's like, yeah, but it's still, it's true, like, I mean... Yeah, I mean, I feel like diet here, like, for at least kids is not amazing. But then at the same time, like, they're also in shape. And there's, like, really low rates of obesity here. Mm, which genetics. is weird. Yeah. That and, like, maybe a lot more walking. Yeah. Because you don't really, t- you don't drive, really. Yeah. Um, I mean, Juliet, my little girl, was telling me about small portions all her friends well, have cavities. Okay. So that's a little bit of proof right there. Yeah, right. Food, relationship with food here is interesting and a little bit toxic, I think. Yeah. Well, yeah, somebody at Run Club was saying Mm. how the the seven-year-old and the ten-year-old had to go on a soup diet for two weeks. Because they'd put on a few kilos after the school holidays. So their mum made the au pair put them on a soup diet. Yeah, it's toxic here. Yeah. Yeah. Also, on the note of food, they eat very seasonally here. Mm -hmm. And yes, we were talking about this before. Yeah. I mean, it's obviously a kind of a thing everywhere. Yeah. But it's it's impressive here how how dedicated they are to it. Yeah, or like how all the menus in the past couple of weeks have just changed suddenly and have asparagus on them. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. We hadn't bought strawberries for the entire winter, and now there's suddenly strawberries on our grocery list. Everywhere. And yeah, yeah. And, like, my husband's getting them all the time, and we're yeah. eating strawberries for, like, every dessert. Yeah. Yeah. But on that, with the strawberries, when we have strawberries for dessert, like, they serve strawberries, and then they serve, like, a thing of sugar. And, like, the sugar kids will put the strawberries in the bowl and then pour sugar all over it. Like, that's so normal. Like, put sugar in there. Yogurts. Like, it's it's crazy. <laughs> and, and is this normal in your country, if you're listening? Is yeah. this normal? I don't know. Because <laughs> it's not normal in ours. Mm-hmm. Um, and just one more thing, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, you're on a terrace, like a outdoor seating at a restaurant, and you're eating your delicious food, but you're also covered in cigarette smoke. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, they're so far behind in that, because back in Melbourne, they ban it in all public but we're, areas. We're really um, We're pretty vigilant without, yeah. In, in Melbourne, like, yeah. they completely separate any eating or drinking area with smoking area now. Yeah. But I think, I mean, that must... You can do that, I mean, in a lot of Europe, I'm sure. I don't know where else. Yeah, world, but because ter- terraces, ter- terraces? <laughs> terraces. <laughs> they're very, it's a, like, it's a big cultural thing here. Mm. And the fact that, yeah, there's an ashtray at every table, like, yeah. it's encouraged. So yeah, mm. it's yuck. 
Well, yeah, I mean, how many people smoke? We must have spoken about this before. Like, yeah, sure, they have. Smoking, especially young kids. Like, I live right next to a bunch of schools. So many high school kids who look like 13 years yeah, old. Yeah, it's just smoking disgusting. out the front on their break. Yeah. It's, yeah. And, yeah, I feel like also e-cigarettes and normal cigarettes are probably, like, 50-50 now yeah, as well. Yeah, like, yeah. that's also escalated. Mm-hmm. It's wild. Okay, anyway, well, okay. I think that's everything. Yeah, yeah. That, they were the big highlights of part two. Let us know if you've come to Paris and you found stuff to have shocked you, mm. or if you think if you agree with anything we've said. Yeah, like, if we've got more to add. Let yeah. us know. We always find it really interesting. Um, keep tuning in. We love having you listen. Yeah, and, and send feedback. Yeah, rate us five star. Yes, please. We noticed actually yeah. a bunch of people went and rated us five star. Last so last we appreciate episode. you. We see Thank you. you. Thank you so much. Um, also come to our picnic on Saturday the 3rd of June if you're yeah. listening to this before then. Yeah. Um, and we'll continue to have more. Yes, we will. Don't you worry. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, follow us on Gram, TikTok. Come to our run club on Friday. Yeah. Um, and... Yeah, okay, bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening and... Abianto! Abianto.